science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and um, I'm going to teach my husband some science. I'm the husband. Hey, husband. Hi. Do you want to learn some science? <sighs> yeah, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here by my own free will. Of course he is. Of course he is. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you a question first. Okay. Um, how old are you? How old am I? Do you know what? I, I got asked this earlier and I had to, I had to have three guesses. <laughs> <laughs> how old do you think he sounds? What? No, carry on. I'm 36. You're 36. And what did you get for your GCSE in science? When I, when I was but a wee lad. <laughs> yeah. Double A. Double A. Double A. How's them guns? <laughs> <laughs> it's better than I did. I had no idea what was going on when I did my GCSEs. Got a degree though got a degree that's what matters apparently so you want to learn some science yes i think it's it's important because what did you get on the exam paper you just sat uh in in traditional uh terms i got a d i believe yeah and then what's that in a grade three you got you it was a high grade three. Oh, good yeah <laughs> but to get oh, it's three out of nine isn't it yeah to get a grade okay. c you would have to have a high grade four or a low grade five Gotcha. So I need to improve if I want to get my important place in sixth form or college. Of course you do, yeah. Wicked. And you're going to help me do that, are you? I can, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. How long is it exactly going to take you to get my three to... What do I need? So to get into... If you want to do A-level in science, you need a grade six oh. in science, which okay. is old school high B. And how long is that going to take you to uh, double my score? To double your score. If we were doing this every day... We're not doing it every we're week. We're not doing it every day. If we're doing, we're going to do lump every week. So if it was just biology, a month. Okay. Maybe, maybe, um, actually we're not doing it every day. So three months. All right, cool. Six months. So you're quite good at what you do then? I'd say so. Ask me about my results. How are your results? I've got that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've heard, um, I've heard good things about you, Mrs. Corbett. Apparently you're excellent at TikTok. I am and poor at TikTok, but I persevere. Are you, res- ba- are you bad at TikTok? I'm resilient at TikTok. Yeah, I'm appalling. Oh, it's I have no means of comparison, face. so. I've not branched into the world of transitions yet. All I know is that you make me leave the room every evening so you record, can record something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're going to do this podcast where you're going to teach me science. Yeah. You're gonna, we're going to start with biology. Yeah. Um, and who exactly is this podcast for, apart from, obviously, for me and my own ego? <laughs> uh, it's for three sets of people. Is for me, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a narcissist. No, it's for me because I quite like having something that I can refer to. And I know that my classes are going to be revising for their mock exams soon for content I'm not teaching them. And I haven't taught them before. If I pick up new classes, I don't know what they've learned. So at least now I can do bite-sized things that they can do. It's so almost it's- like giving them like a handwritten textbook in audio form yeah because i listen to podcasts i don't know about my students i listen to podcasts all the time so having something on the background is good so it's for me it's for them so i know we've ticked two boxes if if content wants to read it it is for other students that i don't teach it is to amuse people that we know that i get to say no you're wrong to you several times um Um, that is a wild assumption (laughs) to make in the introduction episode i might smash it on your last exam paper when it asked one of the questions, you put no carbs before marbs. And that was incorrect, was it? <laughs> <laughs> when asked what the nucleus was for, you said for the good house parties. 
<laughs> you must you must get a lot uh, sorry well, who's the third oh, party the third is for i teach a lot of i teach a lot of students that have parents that want to get involved and want to talk to their students so if they can listen to this and ask good questions or if you can ask they you know students can answer questions along to this as i'm asking you that's a great thing so i'm gonna advertise it to my students their parents and other teachers that i know so we can just tick off the specification one bit at a time awesome so we're gonna do like bite-sized chunks we're gonna do one one like kind of section of a topic yeah in a quick 15 20 minute podcast where you're gonna tell me how wrong i am about everything yeah all right wicked <laughs> um so will our marriage survive <laughs> <laughs> um question how exactly do you make an exam because like take biology for example Mm -hmm. it's like the entire living world around us how do you cram that into like a little paper with some questions um so the paper you're gonna sit is a 70 mark paper and we get a specification which has like the key points of biology that you need to know at this age obviously it gets harder when you go to a level and ib um and they pick there are two papers per topic so we are going to be doing paper one uh to start with which is all about they split it into essentially cells cells and organization of like the human body um plants plant transport systems and uh infection and disease and then the other paper is about like ecology and interactions of organisms in the environment. So the first one is like, what's the organisms made of? The second part is how do they interact in our world? Um, and they will pick about six or seven topics and they will ask you simple questions that ramp up to harder ones, essentially. Um, and normally I can predict what's going to come up because they have to ask the whole specification by the end of six years. But essentially they take they take a few big topics and they ask knowledge recall questions they ask um analysis questions like with data that you have to analyze and they ask evaluative abstract ones so they'll give something i've never taught before um like once they did a question about like soy sauce for, and my students came out going you never talked to us about soy sauce but it was actually about um it was actually about um respiration um and so they had to then apply the knowledge that they already had about that Okay, that's interesting. Those three sections. Knowledge recall. Yeah. So like label the parts of the body. That's just stuff that you gotta memorize. Yeah. You gotta know. What was it this analyzing data? Yeah, so there's knowledge recall and explanation. This so basic is this is this and then this is this because. And then there's always like an analysis or comparison of information. So it might be like a table about um um like I'm trying to think like number of people in the study that smoke that got coronary heart disease and number of people in a study that smoke that did not. And you have to make conclusive arguments about that. Or it might be putting data into a graph. Oh, okay. So it's like being given data and making like conclusions from that data. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one looks basically applying knowledge. Yeah. Take what you know and apply it to something that you've never been asked. Yeah. Evaluating things that you don't know about. There are also, they will always ask you about at least two practicals that you have to complete. And I'll talk about those as we go through. All right, cool. Um, but exams are getting easier, right? So, <laughs> um, well, obviously, I don't know. I took my exams in like the early noughties. Um, and I would say when I started teaching 15 years ago, they were modular. So that felt easier because you learn a bit for a short amount of time. You did that and then you moved on to the next topic, took an exam on that. Whereas now they do it at the end of two years and they have something, depending on how many exams the students take, they have the re- in the region of 
21 exam papers to sit in three weeks Jesus, so much. Um, it's so much and also students don't just take three or four anymore they take 10 um and i'm teaching things currently that i used to teach at a level that has been dropped down so whilst- sorry sorry so is things you used to teach at a level and now being taught at gcse yeah wow okay yeah that's a lot um how is it though because obviously when we did our exams we didn't have the internet or anything no. so is it easier for kids these days because they have access to like all of the information or does it just kind of give you a whole new set of pressures because it's a different world we live in now it is i would say if you know where to look and how to revise it's amazing did you have in carter 97 98 mate <laughs> Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the only way we did our homework yeah that cd that you popped in the computer no, absolutely um yeah if you know where to look it's a breeze but there's so much it's like having a buffet but you've got to find the right you've got to find the right bit for you like this podcast for example yeah like this isn't that this convenient is not, this is not going to hit the mark with a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> you could be wasting your time right now sorry about that so other than listening to this podcast mm-hmm. do you have any revision tips my top tip for revision is learn it so you can teach someone. People spend far too long copying out things from textbooks and highlighting things and they look lovely. Making revision notes, great, fine, but you don't actually do anything with it. So verbal revision is the best thing. Answering uh, questions, teaching someone else. Um, because as soon as you stop talking, you're done. You don't know that topic well enough. Um and also testing your knowledge of recall and then practice the exam papers. Do three exam papers of the same topic and you'll realise once you've marked three of them, you're like, oh, okay, this is how you get all of those marks for things. But you learn the process. Sure, like, there's a way to do exams kind of thing. And I suppose t- like talking about it as revision, that's where this is going to come in handy. Because if parents listen to it, then they can have a chat over breakfast about cell structure or something exactly that and you can start asking questions and also i'm hoping that when i ask you questions they're going to be while you're stuttering and not knowing the answer as a 36 year old human being the amazing teenagers are going to be yelling at their oh, i was about to say car radios that's not right and their walkmans <laughs> <laughs> can we put this on the cassette is what i'm asking <laughs> yeah but that would be like vintage <laughs> okay one last question for you actually go on so teachers get a lot of um they get told quite a lot that they aren't teaching subjects they're just teaching kids how to pass exams yeah how true is that i do both do you have to do both like because you were talking about like what you do a few exam papers yeah and then you learn how to do i teach them i teach them the stuff first Mm. but with frills because you can't like i could teach anyone to cram for an exam but you have to learn how to pass an exam because like for example the first time i did my i so i did not do chemistry a level so i sat my chemistry a level in 2015 first time i sat the paper i got an e and i knew all the information i just didn't know what they wanted with the questions that they asked so i took another one and i got a c and then i took another one and i got a b and then i took another one and i got an a so you learn how you learn what they want and what you have to include to pass there's definitely a certain way to do it however when you've been teaching ionic bonding for 15 years, you can't only teach them to pass an exam with ionic bonding. You've got to make it fun. So Fun for you. Yeah, yeah. but hopefully that's fun for them. Sure. Like, I'm pretty sure that a lot of my students might say about me that I'm a little bit bonkers. Like, a little bit, because you, you, you've got to have that... To, to be repetitive of the things you're doing and trying to make it interesting, 
you might have to go a little bit out there to make it interesting. Teaching's a performance, isn't it? And if it a is. performer is enjoying themselves, the performance is going to be better. And if you're performing well, you're going to be have an engaged audience. And an engaged audience equals students that get a ton of nines. Yeah, and I really care. I really care that they do well. So I like. Do I like you? Well. I thought teachers were in it for the holidays <laughs> and the pay. Oh my god, I'm so stressed. <laughs> <laughs> we're one week into term. <laughs> I just want them. Like I've I've picked up classes that I haven't taught since they were in year seven, and they're amazing and they're so good. But I know that I haven't taught them. I haven't taught them for the past like couple of years, so I've got to make sure they do it. And I know that when they go, my last students that went through their exams. I'm I'm petrified for them and I go and sit every exam that they sit so it doesn't matter if I teach a kid that's sitting foundation higher triple combined I sit every paper I sit down quietly and I see how they're going to find it hard and and you know the best students I teach tell me how many marks that they got on the paper before it arrives oh really yeah they come out and they go I reckon I got 86 if they're doing the paper out of 100 or I reckon I got 49 like they go through at the end and count yeah yeah where they've definitely hit it and and if they're if they've really practiced, they know they know, and I do that as well. I finish my paper and go. Mm, I reckon I've dropped four because I didn't quite know exactly what they were after for that. Well, teachers teachers don't know everything, contrary to popular belief. That it's not their job to be fountains of all knowledge. Mm, it's their I, job to transfer that knowledge. Yeah, sometimes yeah. when we're doing an exam question, I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Like, and it's a head scratcher. And sometimes I do have to go right. We're mark scheming this one because I'm not quite sure what angle they're after. Um, but then that again teaches you the next time you see something like that you go ah this is one of those um but yeah it's pretty stressful cool uh right so what's the first topic we're going to do cells cells yep it's where we start in year seven biology it's where we start with gcse biology we start with cells fantastic um right i'll see you next time we do cells then yep see you later bye bye